and welcome to the first Magic Monday episode of the Punk Priestess podcast. I'm so excited to start sharing a little bit of magic that has been inspiring me and I hope will inspire you. So what is Magic Mondays? Every Monday I will talk about witchy things and give a cosmic recap of what is happening for the week. Each Monday I will cover some of the major astrology moments, followed by an intuitive tarot card message, include some groovy music recommendations, and also talk about other witchy things. So with that being said, let's get into the week ahead. So the first major astrology moment I want to talk about will be happening on March 3rd, and this is when Mars will finally move out of the slow-moving sign of Taurus and go into Gemini. And this is good because Mars, it rules action, it rules war, taking charge and initiative, and it likes to be in signs that move. And being in Taurus, it's been very slow, and I feel like a lot of us, we kind of been sludging through the earth in a way, and we kind of want some more movement and liveliness to happen in our lives. And also the weather's getting warmer, so it is kind of like a time to get out there and to enjoy um, our life. <laughs> and Mars, it traditionally rules Aries and it used to rule Scorpio, but it still kind of rules Scorpio in my book because a lot of Scorpio people <laughs> have a lot of those Mars traits under the surface. So with the temperament of Mars being a little bit more aggressive and steadfast, it's going to do better in Gemini because Gemini is fast moving energy. It's air energy and fire and air are compatible. So what this transit means is that during this time until April, the end of April, we're going to be thinking fast, working fast, talking fast. Time is going to be going by fast. I feel like it already is. I Sometimes I'm just like, oh my God, it's already Monday. The new week is starting again. And before you know it, in a blink of an eye, it's Friday. You're like, what the hell happened to my week? <laughs> so that's kind of the energy that's going to be happening. It's like, we're already starting to feel a little bit of that momentum and we're going to start, it's going to increase collectively. Transit is also really good for new projects, new ideas, new opportunities coming into our lives. And since it's air energy, it's going to be fast. Like everything is going to be movement, which is good, but it doesn't mean it's concrete movement. And that's kind of the tricky part. So one thing we do have to watch out with, with this transit is making sure that if, you know, something is taking off and things are happening, that we actually put the work behind it and make sure it goes somewhere, not being like scatterbrained, you know? And that can happen with Gemini energy because it's just so much is happening. There's so much excitement. We want to do the things, but we have to make sure that the things actually get done. <laughs> and uh, kind of, you know, still taking those lessons of Taurus, like chill out, be structured, and still try to make something happen. But yeah, just also... Gemini is rules, language, rules, speaking. So making sure that before we speak our mind, which can happen with Mars energy, making sure that our thoughts are marinated before we take action on speaking on them. That's also another important lesson. And, you know, just making sure that, you know, you're putting your action towards where your mouth is. <laughs> And not just, you know, saying one thing and not like living up to that. Uh, this transit's going to be really good for Aries, Virgo, and Capricorn, because for so long we might have 
been planning for something and now you can kind of put action behind your ideas. And Aries, Virgo, and Capricorn, they're all about that premeditation of, okay, how can I get this done? And how can I make this happen? And this transit is going to help push that a little bit more. So I think that's going to be good. Um, for these signs. And it doesn't mean if you have like a sun sign, also, if you like have a very heavy Aries, Virgo, or Capricorn placements in your chart, this would be highlighted. This is also a good chance if you're a writer, a journalist, you work in social media, publishing, anything with writing, words, and language, this is a great transit for you because maybe for the first time in a long time, the writer's block has subdued and you're kind of finding the words again to what you've been feeling. So this is really good. And if you work in these industries, it's also like your ideas are going to be recepted and heard well, especially now too, that Mercury is no longer in retrograde that's also helpful. <laughs> so it's kind of like the things you've been saying or things that are on your mind will actually be receptive and will be heard and seen at this time. Um, instead of just kind of, you know, having them in the back burner, not really going anywhere. Also Gemini rules siblings, it rules family, friends, short distance travel. So during this transit, you might also be traveling, like maybe a little mini vacation that's local or uh, national. Also, this could be <laughs> uh, disagreements with maybe your siblings, like sibling rivalry, because Mars is combative energy. So when it's in the place of the third house that rules, you know, your siblings and friendships, this could also be maybe some verbal disagreements and a little bit of friction there with those aspects. So uh, just kind of see how that plays out. Maybe if there's something you want to speak your mind to with a sibling or a friend, make sure it's the right moment and make sure it's not done in haste. Again, let the idea marinate before it kind of, there's some light and some fire behind it. So you make sure your timing is correct. And also what's really cool is that there's not going to be any planets in retrograde for two months. So a lot of forward progress I think is definitely needed after kind of a crazy cosmic start to this year. So that's going on, that's what's going on with astrology. So the tarot card of the week, I pulled intuitively. So what I do is I kind of have my altar with all my crystals and I make sure the vibe is right. And I intuitively let spirit pick a card for me. And the card that I picked, which I thought was really interesting, was the five of wands reversed. And the fives in tarot, they're conflict cards. They show where we have friction and blockages and some unexpected change. So they are very more difficult cards. And this is a minor arcana card. So minor cards, this is what's kind of going behind the scenes and like the energy that's around you, but it's not the main focus of what's happening in your life. It's just kind of like in the background. So I think it's really interesting how this energy with the five of wands and five of wands being a fire type of energy has resulted because of Mars and Taurus and Mars and Taurus is just, we, Mars is not like being in Taurus. Mars likes to be in Aries. It likes to move. It doesn't like to stay safe. It doesn't like to stay stationary. And I feel for a while with the five of wands energy, we have maybe felt a little bit irritated, annoyed, friction and five in tarot it represents the Hierophat, and it's the year of the Hierophat in 2021. So 
you may feel like you want to have rest, you want to have a moment of reflection, but there's these little annoyances and nuisances that are irritating your peace. <laughs> there's nothing that, you know, we want more, especially with this year. And after coming out of a crazy chaotic year of 2020 is peace. We want peace right now. And with the Virgo full moon that happened on the 27th, it just really showed us that we need to work to have peace and we want to be able to have peace in our life through the work that we do through honoring our body, through honoring our energy and our spirituality and in Pisces season, Virgo and Pisces are opposite signs of each other. They're sister signs. So it's very compatible. It's just kind of finding a way to work on our spirituality, but in peace. Work on our karma. Work on trying to make sure that we're putting ourselves first. We're putting our health first. Our spiritual, emotional, mental, and physical health first. Above these irritances that have been going on behind the scenes in our life. So I think it's really good that what I talked about before that on March 3rd, Mars is going to be going into Gemini because it's going to be a little bit more of a relief of like, okay, this friction is going to subside a little bit and ease up because we're moving again. Not everything is so slow and drawn out. It's like, okay, these irritances, these annoyances, these people, this drama it's going to subside because something else will take its place. And I feel a lot of us, there has been this constant drama. It could just be so many different things, a situation, a person. And I think with this full moon, it's really highlighting the work area and acts of service. Like where are we putting our time at? Where are we putting our energy at? How is it being reciprocated? Are there people standing in our way? Are there people that making our lives difficult and preventing us from peace? And we have to really be strong in this and not let the situation be bigger than what it really is. Like we have to find a way <laughs> to let the cosmic drama just have its own show and remove ourselves from the audience. And it might be harder to do once Mars goes into Gemini because Gemini likes that drama. It likes that energy and that chatter and that gossip. And it's kind of like, well, that's not really healthy for our spiritual being and our mental health to continue to be a participant in the audience of this drama. Like we have to let ourselves go. We have to remove ourselves from the auditorium and walk into a more spiritual, peaceful space. And with the five of wands reversed, you can find some relief in this because the irritating, uneasy energy will eventually subside. Chaos and negativity can only spread for so long until they will eventually die out. So ask yourself, are you keeping this negativity alive in your life? Are you inventing this drama in your life because you want something to focus on? Is it time to leave? this energy and this drama behind. It's like, don't speak fire to the drama in your life. Don't give negative people the power to live rent free in your mind. The five of wands reversed is a minor energy. And we just really have to make sure that spiritually unwell, negative people, places or situations do not prosper in our life, in our minds. And we really put up boundaries against the opposition. And that's what the five of wands reverse is showing us. It's like, okay, this is where a boundary needs to be set. 
either it's a verbal boundary, it's a physical boundary, it's a spiritual boundary, it's a mental boundary, emotional. Like we really have to make sure with this Virgo full moon that we're really putting boundaries in the right place. And a lot of that is to protect our peace and to protect our work and to make sure that we're serving only a higher good. We're not serving negativity. And set reminders for yourself. If like a negative situation pops into your mind or a negative feeling, remind yourself of something positive to counteract that negative energy. Because in five years, this situation is not going to matter in your life. Even a year from now, like think back, okay, a year from now, I was going through this situation or, you know, this circumstance or had this type of energy and people in my life. Is that still relevant to your story today? Or, you know, is that still in the past? So really make sure that there's growth happening and just don't let the small things get to you because in a few weeks, months, years from now, it's going to be so irrelevant. You're not even going to remember the situation. So don't give it any more power than what it already has. And there's a lot of bullies out there. And I think this energy is also showing negativity and friction in the workplace, in family, home life, friendships, the world in general. Like we're all going through some level of friction. Like I know in my life, especially this was really, uh, this is really inspiring me, this card, because when I pulled this card, I was like, wow, five of wands energy reverse. I don't really know how this relates right now until I had my work week and I realized that, okay, this is a boundary. And instead of having negative people who are very toxic take over my love of what I do in the work and, you know, take over my emotions and spiritual well-being, I was like, okay, this is where a boundary has to form. I can't go home and talk about these certain situations or people. I can't, you know, I need to set up boundaries so I don't put any more time or energy towards this so it it doesn't affect my peace. And I don't text about it. Like, I'm not going to have it disrupt my space. I think that's a boundary that we all need to have, especially with work drama. If you are going into the office you need to make sure that before you walk into the door of your home, your place of refuge, you need to leave that energy behind. Like it belongs nowhere in your space. And I think that's very, very important to hold that boundary and to hold that reminder because toxic people, it spreads. It's a disease and it can marinate your, your peaceful space. And even if you work from home, just making sure that you have a separate, if you can have a separate work office or some type of separate space as a boundary. Like this is where I go to work, like have a desk or something or a table. And then once work is over, you cleanse that space and you make sure that, okay, I'm leaving that energy like at the computer or here, wherever it is, I'm not going to let it contaminate the rest of my space. And a lot of people are so toxic, they don't even know that they're toxic because it is just a way of life for them. And that is a real straight up fact. And (laughs) you have the option to either consume that drama or to walk away from it and set boundaries. And with the reversal of this card, it's a reminder that you can set boundaries and walk away from negativity and, you know, continue to push against negativity, continue to push it out of your life and be proactive in that pursuit. Be proactive in choosing light over negativity. We all have a conscious choice if we want to spread drama, if we want to spread gossip, if we want to talk shit. We all have a a conscious choice to do that. And it's so easy to be like, you know what? 
I'm not going to let it affect me. I'm not even going to talk about it. I'm just going to continue my life and talk about something that inspires me, influences my life. So that's a little lesson on (laughs) the five of wands reverse and a good antidote and like little motto to say for this card is, you know, there's still adversity, but this too shall pass. Not today, Satan. (laughs) Okay. So crystal of the week. I love crystals. And as most of you know, or maybe if you don't know, I'm a crystal slut. I have so many crystals. They've changed my life and have brought so much positivity into my life and blah, blah, blah. This can go on. But every week I'm going to talk about a crystal that inspires me. And hopefully this inspires you to buy some for yourself. So a crystal that I'm really vibing with right now is rainbow moonstone. And this is why. (laughs) So rainbow moonstone was actually one of the first crystals that I bought when I was on my binge. Because when you first get into crystals, you become obsessed because you're like, okay, I want this one for this one and blah, blah, blah. So rainbow moonstone was one of the first ones that I bought in my growing collection. And I remember... I bought a rainbow moonstone tower from Namaste, which is a crystal shop in New York City. And I just immediately fell in love with it. And rainbow moonstone, it has rainbows, but it's like a blue flashy rainbow. And it's just so soothing. The astrological sign that rules moonstone is cancer because cancer rules the moon. And you really do feel this sense of intuitive peace that a lot of other crystals don't really carry that vibration. But with rainbow moonstone, there's just something about it that I'm like, wow, I feel really gentle and I feel really peaceful. So long story short, (laughs) rainbow moonstone, the tower that I bought from Namaste was actually the first crystal that I broke. (laughs) But it was so wild because I... I had this habit of transferring crystals from home to my work desk. And that's actually just like, if you're going to bring crystals to another place and make sure they're stationary, don't keep bringing them back and forth. Like I have now certain crystals that are just for work that just stay at my work desk because sometimes in the shuffle of moving crystals from place to place, you can have the possibility of breaking them. So that's exactly what happened with my first piece of rainbow moonstone. I was putting it into my bag, uh, my purse from my desk to bring home with me for the weekend to recharge. And it slipped out of my hand and broke on the floor. But what was wild is that it broke in the most perfect spot that I put it back together and it fits like a puzzle, like perfectly. It's as if it never was broken. And it's still on my altar today at home. And friends will come by and be like, oh my God, I didn't even know it was broken. (laughs) So it's kind of cool. It's like the rainbow moonstone was like, okay, don't bring me back and forth. (laughs) Figure out where you want me, but I'm still going to look great and beautiful and intact. But I'm going to teach you the lesson of don't be transporting me back and forth. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So yeah, so that's kind of a, a lesson with some crystal breakage there. But Rainbow Moonstone, it's a great crystal to help bring you closer to the moon and honoring the solar system. It's definitely when there's a full moon or a new moon, um, happening. And I do my little, <laughs> I do my little witchy, uh, ritual. I always have a couple of pieces of rainbow moonstone on my altar. I have a rainbow moonstone palm stone that has been 
my lifesaver right now. I've been bringing that a lot um, around with me. And I have this really cool rainbow moonstone bloop from Beloved Minerals, which is one of my favorite crystal places. Um, and it's just so cute. I just love it. It's like bloop. I love bloops. <laughs> it's like a mini little bloop. But yeah, it just like reminds me to connect to my moon and it's so feminine. The, the moon rules femininity. So it reminds you to connect with that softer side of you that I feel like the patriarchy and capitalistic society is such a detriment to our femininity. Like women are not meant to survive in capitalism and to survive in the patriarchy. And it's so stupid that we have to do this. <laughs> When we really just should be connecting with nature, connecting with our authentic, authentic spiritual soul and our divine femininity. And Rainbow Moonstone reminds you to connect with that and to not let this world, this man-made world, uh, crush that feminine spirit. So connects with the moon, enhances feminine power, enhances our psychic abilities because cancer is all about psychic intuition power. And it eases emotional trauma in our life. And I think that's why I've been so obsessed with Rainbow Moonstone is because I'm having a lot of spiritual and emotional turmoil in my life, especially in regards to work. And I feel like really disconnected sometimes from who I am and when I'm like at work and it definitely Rainbow Moonstone helps me remember like I'm a badass feminine divine being. And that's why everyone, especially women, really need Rainbow Moonstone because this world would try to step on you and squash you by thinking that working a nine to five is power. And it's not. <laughs> the ultimate power is your spiritual, psychic, intuitive heart. Rainbow Moonstone can also bring alignment and balance under active chakras. It can protect you if you're traveling at night because the moon is kind of like our flashlight, you know? So that's kind of what Rainbow Moonstone can give us. It's like if we're traveling at night or even especially by water with the cancer energy and the tides of the moon, it's great to have. And if you're trying to conceive, um, if you're trying to get pregnant or, you know, if you are pregnant, uh, even if you're trying to conceive, um, a new idea, like in inspiring your psychic abilities to give you some inspiration in that way, rainbow moonstone is good for that. And it just really gives you comfort and guidance during difficult times. And it really just makes things a little bit softer around the edges of life because we are in a pandemic. There's, we're living through multiple crises and it is just astounding to me that people especially in the corporate world, want us to operate and function as if a pandemic and if <laughs> we aren't living through a very detrimental part of history. And I think that's why we really need to connect with our femininity, both as men and women, or regardless of gender and how you want to identify. Like you need to connect with something that reminds you that the world will not win in crushing your spirit. So that's why I love Rainbow Moonstone. Um, I bought a couple pieces from Smudge and Stone. I have um, some pieces from Beloved Minerals. And I just love Rainbow Moonstone. Like, go get you some. It's going to change your life and just feel so healing and smoothing. Okay, so music of the week. I wouldn't be the punk priestess for nothing if I didn't talk about music. And I am obsessed with music. And... 
I want to talk about something that I've been obsessively listening to, and that is my Pisces season playlist. <laughs> of course, I'm going to rep my own work, um, but I love making Zodiac playlists because I definitely, when I listen to a song, I'm like, okay, that reminds me of fire sign energy. That reminds me of earth sign energy. That's how I intuitively connect to music as well. It's just, there's an element that comes with a certain type of vibration and a certain type of sound. And my Pisces season playlist, it's very ethereal. It's chill. It's dark and a little bit moody and mystery. It's not as dark and deep as Scorpio, (laughs) but there's a little bit of a, I don't know, a charm to that mystical, underwater feeling and vibe that Pisces season has. So my Pisces season playlist is on my Spotify. Follow it, listen to it, let inspire your life. I've been listening to it a lot when I'm working because it just gives me a lot of peace when I'm frantically crazed. (laughs) And I just love putting it on. It's like atmospheric music for the season. And I definitely think you should check it out. One of the main bands I have featured on there is Vivian Girls. And Vivian Girls was a band that really changed my life in high school. Cassie Ramone, she's a Pisces. So I love also having a lot of music for my Zodiac playlist that is from these signs. Like these musicians have these signs. Like I have a lot of Chelsea Wolf because she's a Scorpio in my Scorpio season playlist. So Cassie Ramone, she is the lead singer of Vivian Girl. She's a Pisces. She's a badass. I had the pleasure of seeing Vivian Girls a couple years ago at Warsaw in Brooklyn. And it was just such a moment of, that was such a full circle moment for me because when I was an angsty teen, Vivian Girls was a lo-fi indie rock band I really identified with. And I have a Venus in Pisces. So I identify really deeply with a lot of Pisces energy. And Cassie Ramone and Vivian Girls really gave me that vibe. So the Pisces season playlist has a lot of Vivian Girls on it. I have a lot of, uh, yeah, there's a lot of like very different um, musicians on there right now, I think is really cool. Um, so yeah, definitely check that out. I think that's my little music nod for the week is to vibe out to my Pisces season playlist. Uh, yeah, I think that's, I think that's pretty much it for this week. Um, I hope it wasn't too all over the place, (laughs) but I think it all kind of is very fitting how we're kind of like sick and tired of the bullshit friction of spiritually unwell people Um, places, things, this political environment. And with the five of wands reversed, coupled with the Mars and Gemini, we're going to get through this. It's like the light will overcome the dark. This friction will soon pass in our life. What better way to combat friction, to combat aggressive combative energy that is unneeded in this time, especially with living through a pandemic and a crisis as a society is rainbow moonstone (laughs) rainbow moonstone and my Pisces season playlist might be the answer to solve the chaos in this world. No, I'm kidding, but maybe, um, (laughs) but yeah, just like check those things out, like honor your peace. And also this week we have an incredible interview with one of my dear friends and astro mean queen Koji. I love her to death. She is such a genuine 
beautiful soul. And I'm so blessed that she is in my life. Um, I love her to bits. And we had a really fun conversation about astrology, vintage and crystals and everything amazing. So definitely check out that episode after listening to this Magic Monday episode. (laughs) So thank you so much for tuning in. Enjoy and you are totally rad and I'll see you next week. Bye.